0: Welcome to the Manage My Wedding Podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life, and you deserve to feel supported and organized when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello, and welcome to episode 40 of the Manage My Wedding podcast. I'm Yvette Sitters, and I am your host, and I'm also the creator of Manage My Wedding. And firstly, I just want to start the podcast by saying thank you so, so much to my listeners because last week we hit 10,000 downloads, and I'm honestly feeling so grateful and blessed. The podcast hasn't been out for very long, I haven't done any Hardcore advertising at all. Actually, I've done no paid advertising at all. It's literally just been the fact that I've actually promoted to those who are using my app and a little bit on social media. So, thank you so, so much for listening. And I just can't wait to really keep on delivering to everyone week in and week out because I enjoy it so, so much. So, thank you. But today's episode is brought to you by the Manage My Wedding Free ebook, which holds my top 101 wedding tips. Yes. I reveal all my secrets to help you stay organized and create the wedding of your dreams. You can download it via our website, managemywedding.com, or come over to Instagram at managemywedding and say hello to me and ask me for a copy. That way I can chat to you all about your wedding. Today, I want to talk with you about selecting your MC, but most importantly, how what you do as the bride and groom can affect... Their confidence in the role of MC, because being asked to be the MC is an absolute honor, but it's also a huge responsibility. Some people thrive in the role while others absolutely freak out with the thought of standing in front of all those guests and being your MC. But often the chosen friend or family member that you have picked and asked, they'll just accept it as they think they have to accept it. And then on the inside, when they leave you, they're an absolute mess because they are stressing about that role. So I think it's extremely important that you help them as much as possible in deciding one, if the role is right for them. And then two, if it is right, you being supportive and giving them the right tools to be able to do a great job and feel comfortable about doing that job. Because it's equally as important what you do to support them, as important as what it is that they show up and do the right thing. I have been MC many times. (laughs) I'm just trying to think now, but I think maybe six, no, I think eight times, maybe possibly more. I can't quite remember. But they've all been totally different experiences. But I have to say, personally, I'm definitely at my best when I know both of the individuals marrying equally as well as each other. And I know that I haven't felt at my best as an MC with some of them purely because I probably wasn't the right person to be picked. They may have thought I did a good job. I will never know, (laughs) but I just never felt quite right at my best. And that's obviously because, you know, I was picked to do it because I do weddings and events for many years and people think oh yeah yeah she's she's got experience so she's the best fit but that is definitely not the case so how do you know if you're selecting the right person because like i've said just then you know they thought i was the right person just because of my experience but if my relationship with them is not as strong as it should be or could be then it's not the right fit and and it's it's really going to show so You really need to know the person you're picking extremely well and both of you do and they need to know you really well. They need to love you both a lot and they need to be able to tell stories about you both, not just about one of you and they need to be comfortable with that relationship. It can be obvious when the MC doesn't actually know both of you that well. So I really highly suggest you don't just pick that uncle that you think is funny and everyone is going to laugh at his jokes if you haven't seen him for 10 years because his jokes are not going to be relatable and he's not really going to know what to talk about when he hasn't seen you in so long. So do not put anyone in that situation. You need to pick someone who actually wants the role and you need to be really upfront with them at the start And tell them that you know this is a big, scary task and that you completely understand if the role is not for them. Or let them go away and give them time to think about it and tell them to come back to you. Because often someone will just say yes straight away as they feel like they kind of have to because they get all excited and they feel honoured. So they say yes, they blurt it out. Then they're walking away sweating about the huge role and they'll worry about it for the next six months because the wedding's not for another six months time. And you just don't want someone, you want someone who really wants to do it and feels comfortable. So have a really open and honest conversation with each other. Cause I, I think that really does make a big difference. And I'm going to use the example actually of my dad. Now, my dad is a very cool, calm, collected man. He's very likable. Everyone likes him. He's super friendly, but he's just, he loves life and he's just a good person, but he absolutely is terrified of public speaking. Like he just doesn't want to be in the limelight. He doesn't like that at all. And my cousin actually asked my dad and like, this is going back 20 something years ago to be his MC. And my dad accepted because he thought that you just do accept and that's not always the case, but he just thought you did and it was a polite thing to do. And oh my gosh, he was a mess. He was just so nervous. He wouldn't have a drink to calm his nerves. He was shaking. I I seriously think it was like the worst day of his life. And and, and I'm so sorry to my family that are listening because he absolutely loved the wedding, but it just, he was just so stressed from it. And then when he was on the microphone, you know, he was very quiet and we couldn't really hear him. And that's just because he was so nervous. So I really want to say that you don't want that to happen. And you know, if my cousin, I don't think that they, they cared too much. But it still would have been nice to have somebody that everyone could hear. Sorry, Dad, if you're listening. I don't think my dad listens to all my podcasts. (laughs) Sorry if you're listening, Dad. But yes, you were so, so nervous. And we knew. I'm sure he's pretty over it now because it was over 25 years ago. So that's just one example, though, of, of, you know, making sure that the person really wants to do it. I also want to say don't ask anyone who is known to drink too much or has a potty mouth. Oh. Your families will not appreciate that and especially not at weddings. It is not funny. It's awkward and completely disrespectful. And if they're known to always drink too much, they're usually not going to finish the job of being the MC on the night. I've seen this so many times before. I've had to take the, take over the MC role to ensure that the cake got cut while that first dance was introduced. But at most weddings... There's not going to be someone like me there. There's not going to be someone that is used to running weddings or events and can just grab that mic and and help. So do not pick a drinker for one or a potty mouth. Quite often I hear people asking someone to be an MC just because they're a funny person. But I want to say don't ever let that fool you. Often they just take over the spotlight and steal the show and make it all about them. Then that is going to be completely the wrong person. A bit of humour helps, but it's not the be-all and end-all. That is what the best man is for. He's the one that makes everyone laugh. It does not have to be the MC. You need to pick someone who is known to be reliable someone you know who will read your agenda, learn the bridal party names, going to be on time, they're going to care about the role that you have just given them. If they're reliable, then you can relax on their night and you don't need to worry. The MC role is not just someone who introduces the speeches. And this is where I don't think bridal couples realize the role is actually so much more than this. The MC helps keep the night on time, They help keep the agenda flowing. They work with the wedding coordinator or the venue to make sure everything happens when it should. And they're often the go-to person for the venue or for the wedding coordinator. So if there's any issues that, you know, come up and need to be resolved, they'll go to the MC instead of bothering you on the night. So the role has responsibility. So you can see how important the role of MC really is (laughs) and If listening to all this, you feel like you don't want to put anyone under that stress or there just isn't anyone who is the right fit, then put an MC in the budget and hire a professional one. They're going to take the stress away from the night. And some DJs these days even do MC also along with the DJing role. So you can also check that option as well. And quite often, it's not any more expensive to have the DJ do that. So now you've selected your MC It's important you don't just ask and forget about them, and not talk to them again. So, what can you do to support them and make their job even easier? I feel like there's six key steps that you can do to make them feel less stressed and support them. The first one is tell them about a month out from the wedding that you haven't forgotten them and that you're going to be giving them everything that they will need in that last week of the wedding. So just let them know that so they're not stressing. Then two, put together a full agenda for them. So this has got all the timings and all the detail that they need. Three, give them the bridal party names exactly how you want them pronounced. Four, tell them who the contact is at the venue or if no venue, the wedding coordinator. That's really important. Step five, after you have emailed them the agenda and the details, then organise a time to sit down with them and run through everything. If they are still extra nervous, then you can organise for them to meet the venue contact and ask any questions or concerns that they might have. If you solve these issues ahead of time, they are going to feel really relaxed about the role and they're going to do a much better job. And I just want to say, if you don't have a venue, you know, if it's the caterer that's in charge, whoever's in charge, just make sure that they know who that person is. And step six, the final one is thank them on the night over the microphone because it is a huge job what they've just done and they really need to be appreciated for it. And I always say too, give them a little thank you gift and put the card and the gift on their seat so they get it before they've even started the job. And I say do that because they're going to read a nice note from you and it will up the ante on the job that they do because they're feeling really good and appreciated. So that's just a little tip that I think is really helpful. We sell thank you cards for MCs on our website for this exact reason because it's just so important to be grateful. And the other thing, which isn't actually in the six steps that I just went through, make sure you call them after the wedding and thank them. This is really important. I just cannot stress that enough. So there you have it, how to pick an MC and how to help support them. As I mentioned, this really is a big role and it's so important that you as the bridal couple make sure that they know you support them and that you pick them because you know they are completely capable. So good luck. If you have any other questions around the MC and if you're stuck or unsure, Please message me on Instagram at managemywedding so I can help you work through any concerns you might have. If you're using our app and you have the premium version, you can export the agenda from the big day section of the app and give that to your MC so they know the timings. Then you don't have to create any extra work. If you don't have our app, as you don't have an iOS device, so you haven't downloaded, then please message me on Instagram because I have something exciting coming soon that will give those who don't have an iOS and can't use our app the right tools to help plan your dream day. And until next time, enjoy being engaged and staying stress-free while planning the wedding of your dreams.